You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. All right, good to be back. Uh, you were back, of course, yesterday. Hi, Al. How are oh, you? hi. Yes, I did a uh, whole podcast with uh, Eddie Scazzeri. How'd the interview go? Which uh, you did uh, in my absence. I did, yeah. And then uh, I did in your absence. And, uh, yeah, I feel like I have to, uh, same with, like, when I do the warm-up show with CeeLo, I feel like I have to carry it. But that's probably on me thinking I have to carry it. Perhaps. It's also your spot. Right. You know, you should not allow Chris to come in here in your podcast and kind of control it. Take it over. Just like I would think if someone like Eddie sits in, I'm going to kind of control it as well. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the right thing to do. Like, I actually feel like I start to lose my voice. I talk so much. Is that true? In the 10 minutes. I have a problem with when I don't download the podcast and I try to just play it. Streaming it, Jerry? Yeah. I never get through more than five or six minutes before it cuts off. Now, you download it, That's the and I know that's the way to go. Sometimes it's just easy just to hit play. Yes. So I did not hear yesterday's, uh, nor did I have five minutes to do that. Usually when I'm away, I want to check out and make sure I still have my spot when I come back. Right. Um, I, I don't notice that you talk that much. Okay. But it is certainly a lot more. Yes. So I do get that. I say, like, I feel like when I'm talking with you, Jerry, you're a professional broadcaster, and if you see me giving you a blank look, you could fill the space. Sure. Where the course. others, I don't feel they'll do that for me. Um, Eddie, I don't think would. Yeah. Eddie, and this is nothing against him. Eddie sits there and is just ready to talk about whatever we bring up to him. Right. So you're probably right about that. I think Chris would. For, I, I think Chris would be fine. You think he would fill the space for him? I'm not sure, but I all think right. he would be. The look on his face is such that I don't think he would fill that's it a for different, me. All right, well, that's <laughs> different then. How did, and he did the warm-up <laughs> yesterday, correct? Yes. And how did that go? That went well. We yeah. had a lot to discuss because the weekend and the right. uh, we had a lot of topics. Coming back, did you discuss your vacation at all or did you just pick no. up like it's a normal Monday? I picked up like it was a normal Monday, but I wanted to bring up a couple things from my vacation with you. All right. And then perhaps if you have Yes, uh, by the stories. way, if anybody didn't know that, me and Al were on vacation together last week. Well, not together. We were separate. Oh. I went to uh, I went to Ocean City, New Jersey. Which I've never been to and I've been told I got to go. Me neither. We had a really nice uh, uh, condo we rented right on the water. We we had a deck that was on, right on the boardwalk. That's great. It was awesome. Uh, and th- this place did it right. It was a tiny condo, but a large bathroom and a large deck. Everything else was tiny, but that's all that's I okay. needed to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, two observations. One, I have always heard that Ocean City, New Jersey, you know, it's a dry town. There's no... Uh, Alcohol. I know Wildwood is. I didn't know Ocean City was as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'd always heard Ocean City is a place for families. Okay. Well, I will tell you that on the boardwalk, there were packs of teenagers, which I don't care for, Jerry. Now, they didn't seem like unruly teenagers, 
But still, I didn't want to see groups of teenagers right? because they scare me. Right. Groups of teens. So a group of uh, 14-year-old boys, you got problems. I'm not thrilled with seeing a group of 14-year-old boys uh, or older, 14 to 17 right. to 20, that whole thing. Uh, also, there's an enormous amount of um, seagulls pooping on people. <laughs> that happens everywhere. Yeah, well, that's really crazy. <laughs> because they fly and release. They do. That's it. And they love a French fry or anything that's um, kind of dough-based or white carbs. Oh, so I'm um, so seagulls are fascinated with white carbs. Yes. Right. So everybody bring some rice to the beach next week. They love French fries. They love uh, pizza crust, any type of bread product. They live with what you leave. But they don't like dive bomb for people's ice cream. They do not prefer dairy. I'll tell you uh, no. that. <laughs> so they're lactose intolerant. They're lactose intolerant. <laughs> like, do you imagine what that poop would be like if they were eating the ice uh, cream? Yeah, that would be a bad scene. We get their cold stomach. I, they are, as someone that I don't go to the beach a lot, but I will go six or seven times a summer, probably maybe a little more than that. They're a problem in some. There are some beaches. Doesn't seem like they're all over the place. Others, man, you got to be careful. Anything you take out. Yeah, and they'll. I mean, they will dive bomb as you put it right in front of you. Yeah, a child dropped a French fry, and these seagulls were smart. They knew where the French fry stand was, so they were hanging out by it. And a child dropped a French fry. You would think these seagulls aren't eating. They're I mean, not. They were fighting each other for this French fry. Which seagull do you think makes the map to know where Tony's I French fry hut is? This these seagulls knew where this French fry stand. Now, was. do they bother? The serious question: When you're on the deck. Let's say, for instance, you're having breakfast out there or lunch, whatever the case may be. Do they come up? I I did not. No. They don't. Okay. I did not have any seagulls approach my deck area, but I had like a covering because I was, uh, there was another floor above me. Oh, okay. So that covered, but yeah. What level were you on? Second level. It was only a three level place. So that's good. So you weren't ground level, but you were kind of elevated a little bit. Perfect. It was really perfect. Then I felt like I was on the beach without going on the beach. Right. Because I was near the beach. Did you ever go on the beach? Uh, one one day. One day. So one day. Al Dukes laid out. You go. Well, I sat under a chair. I sat in a chair under an umbrella. Got it. And I was uh, really interested. I, I read one book of vacation. I know. And I read this book on David Letterman, which uh, was one of these biography or one of these books that had uh, a lot of people that worked on the show contributed to the book. Okay. So the guy who wrote the book. Uh, uh, had many interviews with those people. So it wasn't one of these, like, I heard from so I, you know, sources say. It was, like, legit. He had interviewed Letterman a few times for the book as well. So this would be a biography on Craig. Craig helps out a little bit. And right. then me, you, Eddie, and Boomer, and Bob were all interviewed about it as well. And so you kind of take what we say is, well, we were living it for 10 years. Yeah, and the perfect part is now Letterman's retired. So you would be able to say whatever you wanted about Craig and Boomer because you're not working with them right. anymore. That's a very good So point. I found it very interesting and that Letterman was a miserable person to work with and for. That doesn't surprise me. In a lot of cases, I mean, I think we're very lucky yes. that these two are about as easy to deal with as they come. Yes, I say, and, yeah, I say that often with people, like off the air. Like I've worked, well, we've both worked with many different talk shows sure. over the years and different genres and different states. And... There are certain guys that you work with where people think, oh, that must be an awesome job. That shows hilarious. That shows a lot of fun. Where off the air, they may not be a lot of fun. But Boomer and Craig are the same guys on the air as off the air. Yeah, and even a little better, actually. Right, like, like Craig, people think Craig's douchey on the air. 
off the air, he could not be a nicer person. Yeah, I know. So you're right. You do take stock in that, especially I reading this book. This Interesting. Book. I'd like to say I'm going to read it, but I'm not, I really have no interest. You're out for that. I'm out for that. So what? It, uh, give me something, Jerry, now from your vacation. You are in California. Do the people who live in San Francisco, anytime I hear San Francisco, even you going out there and, and knowing it's so lovely out there to live, it looks like. Wow, beautiful. Are they worried about the big earthquake? Well, my family's been out there since 1977, I think. It's been out there a long time. They live in a town called Walnut Creek, which is probably 20 minutes outside of San Francisco. Suburbs. It, yeah, it's definitely the suburbs. And the weather's different. You know, in San Francisco, if it's 65 degrees like it was the one day we went into the city last week, it was 95 in Walnut Creek. It can be cloudy and foggy and miserable in San Francisco. You go to Walnut Creek, you go through a tunnel uh, through this mountain area. You come out of the other side in Walnut Creek, there's not a cloud in the sky, and it's 88 degrees. So it's really it's a great place to live all the times. I've been out there many times. I love it. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, there when you go to school, you are trained what to do if an earthquake hits. You know, where do you go in the school? How do you get yourself to safety? What do you do at home? So they think about it, yes, but are they thinking every day, I wonder if the earthquake's going to hit? The, no. It's not even, when you're out there, you don't think, you were out there for a week for the Super Bowl. Man, I didn't get the sense you were waking up every morning saying, all right, let's get through today now. No, because it's a one-week period in 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 right. time. But, but I think if you decide to settle there, I, listen, I would think about it. If I told you I was moving to California tomorrow, would I, for the first month that I'm moving out there, being like, this is going to be a mistake. I'm going to move there and the big one's going to hit. Sure. Once you get settled, though, and you start living life, I don't think you, I just don't think you think about it. Because you have no idea when it's going to hit. Right. You know? We come to work in New York City every day, which is probably the biggest terrorist target in the world. I would say that in L.A. You're right. I would agree. And we don't really think about that every day. I don't think you can because it's really out of our control for the most part. Yeah. So, but it was, but it was, it was interesting. They don't think about it too much. The only thing I would tell you from my, my trip was seven days and it felt like three different trips in one. And I just briefly, we got there, we went and wasted a lot of money at Disneyland because we stayed a, a whole grand total of four hours. That was a disaster. The next day was just kind of touring Hollywood a little bit. I had been there before, so it was easy to kind of show the kids. Meaning a what? Bit. Where do you go when you tour uh, Hollywood? So we went down to the Chinese Man Theater, wanted to show them the stars, got as close to the Hollywood sign as we could, which was pretty damn close, by the way. I think I was on a private road I wasn't supposed to be on, but that was really cool. Got good pictures there. Um, where else? There's little things like that. And then we wound up going to the Dodger game on July 4th, which was awesome because the fireworks. Oh, 4th of July on, you went. Yeah, and we spent, we saw Kershaw pitch, and we got fireworks after the game, and we were in right field. They let us on the field for fireworks, which was great. So you had that. Then the next day we took a drive, not far, 40 minutes to Huntington Beach, which was just magnificent. I mean, you you talk about people that live in fantasy land. I mean, God almighty, we have friends that live out there. And so I'm talking to her, I'm like, is this real? And she's like, I pinch myself every day. Just amazing. So that was one day. And then we drove, made the drive to my my cousin's house. And, you know, we did a day in San Francisco. We did a day. Their house is a normal house. But their backyard, dude, is like a resort. In-ground pool, waterfall, fire pit, all the games you want. To, it was really awesome. We did that. And then uh, we went up to Mount Diablo, 4,000 feet in the air. Uh, drove up there. Uh, my son almost vomited from all the uh, – all the sharp turns and angles, and it was, I'm not going to lie to you, a little freaky. Yeah. At one point, we're in the right lane. There's no guardrail, and you look down. Yeah, I don't like that. You're dead. 
Like, that's it. You are dead. And so we did that. That was fun. It was fun. And we took the overnight flight home. So it was all good. Now, San Francisco is one of those areas. We we talk about watching HGTV around here. Yeah. And how frustrating it is when you put on the HGTV and people are looking for a four-bedroom house that completely updated for, you know, 250 Yeah, no, this is quite the opposite. San Francisco is prob- maybe worse than around I, I think it is the worse. tri-state area for like a tiny, a small house, the, the price of real estate there. Well, I'll tell you, there was a house for sale around the corner from where my cousins live. And so I would run to Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts each morning and just get coffee. So one morning... I went in, I was up early every day. So I went in and sat in the Dunkin' Donuts about 8 o'clock. And I'm like, I grabbed the address and I put it into the phone. It looked like nothing more than a three-bedroom ranch, a little bit of property, but nothing crazy. It was, I want to say, 981. And it was only 1,400 square feet. <laughs> I mean, what? Unbelievable. You're right. The, the price of real estate out there is through the roof. So, but it was, it was great. It really was. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed myself uh, more than I thought I would. So it was uh, it was okay. Good time. Chavez Ravine, they call Chavez it. Chavez Ravine. And by the way, the traffic getting out not so bad. wasn't great, but they talk about how it's a, it's disastrous getting there and getting back. We got there an hour and a half before the game, so a little bit of batting practice, no problem. And going out, if it should have taken with no traffic fifteen minutes to get back to our hotel, it took twenty five minutes. Not that big a deal. Was your hotel in like a city type atmosphere we or stayed the in suburbs? Uh, no, suburbs type atmosphere, which really a lot of LA is like that. Um, we stayed in northern Los Angeles because it was kind of equidistant to the three places we were going. So it worked out to, oh, Santa Monica was phenomenal. That was another thing we did. The pier was. Oh, awesome. the Santa Monica oh, pier, yeah. Was, they added all these rides and stuff for the kids, tremendous, and the restaurants and the, uh, the bars. Good time, real good time. I highly recommend it. A California trip. Yes, and Santa Monica specifically for you and, and your, gal, your gal pal. And Huntington Beach. Awesome. Jerry, you love a good uh, business idea. I do. And I love a good business idea that goes wrong. So this is going on in China where, <laughs> you know, here in uh, New York we have bike sharing, which yes. is like the city bikes. Right. Where you uh, can pick up a bike in one location. Right. You drive it around the city, you can drop it off at another bike location. Love it. Well, in China, I guess there it's uh, quite popular as well, this bike sharing. So a company thought of an idea for umbrella sharing for when the weather turns sour. You don't have an umbrella with you. You pick up an umbrella. You use the umbrella. You drop the umbrella off at another location in China. Well, I guess that's a good idea if you live in Seattle. I mean, Yes, Seattle, uh, where they get a lot of rain, although those people probably have their own umbrellas. Right. Uh, so this company started up a uh, sharing umbrella service, and they started with 300,000 umbrellas spread throughout parts of China. Hmm. They have zero left. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> no one is them. returning the umbrellas. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what's interesting, though, don't you, you don't need a credit card I to would get think the umbrellas? So. I would think if, if you don't return the umbrella by a certain point, they charge your card and they replace the umbrella. Yes, I would think so. Yeah, so that is not working out so great. That is awesome. Well, it's not awesome. It's kind of funny. but It's uh, not good for them in China. So if you have one of those umbrellas, please return it. Yeah, I would say that would be important. Uh, here's That's something. Funny. We talk about getting pregnant uh, on this podcast. I know. I don't get. I don't talk about getting pregnant. Have you ever gotten pregnant? I've not gotten okay. pregnant, but we discuss sometimes uh, fertility and such. Okay. So it says here 
that a we you know we still always talk about women when they get to a certain age it gets harder and harder for them to have babies sure and yet we say you know these uh, grandfather types like guys in their 80s can still have kids right well a new study has found Jerry that by the age of 40 that men's fertility drops 20% and it starts going down from there okay so if you're over 40 as the guy and you're the woman you are trying to um, procreate with is over 30. Every year that you go over 40 and she goes over 30, your chances decrease. Though we probably knew that already. We did, but we've discussed this too. It only takes one time. And bing, bang, boom, you're pregnant. This is what I've heard. I've heard those words That's before. what you say. Well, that's true, though. That's true. But you know, One time, and guess who's going to be a dad again? Jerry Racco. No. You, I'm saying. I don't oh, mean, me. I mean, you understood. I'm, you know, I mean, for listening, it could be the first time for you. Do you think at oh. some point I'm going to be like, huh, I have no children? I think, I, I think it depends on how happy you are in your life and your career and what's going on in your world. Mm-hmm. Do I think there might be a moment where you will sit back and say, wow, that's my life. And I didn't do that. Oh, and the I children can part. no longer do it. Right. Yes. I think, really? I think you will have that. It may only last for five minutes, whereas for some okay. people it will uh, depress them for the rest of their life. It will linger, yeah. I think for you it will, you'll have a beer and you'll think about it for five minutes and then it'll be move on. I'll be like, huh, you know what? I realize I never had children. I mean, you're kind of doing it right now. Right. Kind of. But, yeah. and it's not too late. I mean, you're not 90, you're only not 90 yet, 47. But I'll be 48 soon. Mm-hmm. That's eight years over this, uh, what this article just Chances said. Chances of you conceiving are not good. Right. But they're not impossible. Okay. You know, if you came in one week and said, holy crap, my, oh, watch myself. That'll end up being an Eddie, <laughs> an Eddie drop. <laughs> <laughs> Were you going to say, holy crap, my girlfriend's pregnant? No, yes. it'd be awesome if we yes. had you saying that. And I caught myself. married. But if you ever came in like that, I wouldn't be stunned. Why would right. I, why would I be? Now, what would be awesome would be to see you go through the nine months. <laughs> as, as an older guy. closer and closer. Who's annoyed at everything in life. Who loves his routine. <laughs> Has to be in bed at a certain time. Does yes. not want to be disturbed for those five lousy hours that we get to sleep. Right. And your weekends are nothing but going out to nice restaurants. Yeah. And having a drink and, and just enjoying yourself to where now it becomes diapers and crying. And mm-hmm. oh my God, that would be awesome. I brought this up to uh, Eddie, I believe, yesterday on the podcast. Uh, the fact that we were able to sleep on this vacation for eight and I slept eight and nine hours a night. So did I, every night. I was waking up with boners, which has not happened in a long time because of the, my lack of sleep. That's how excited you yeah. were to sleep. I was like, wow, this is, like the first night it happened, well, like after I got a couple nights sleep, <laughs> I was like, huh, here's so, something that doesn't happen often. Do you give her a nudge? In the night. A nudge? And then it happened another. You heard me. Another evening. Did you give her a nudge? Up. I'm not a morning kind of guy like no, that, Jerry. All right. Uh, I was just more. I was more taken by myself. So you gave yourself a nudge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's nice to know that the body will bounce back. The body can bounce back. If I, uh, you know, they say that like, oh, if you quit smoking now, by the time you're 80, your lungs will be pink again. Same way. Yes. You can. I don't think you can ever replace what you've lost in your brain, but you can at least stop it where it is. And then Bob Dwyer's bragging, telling me he always wakes up with a boner, which I don't believe. He's got a terrible diet. 
I'm not even sure how to respond. I'm giving you a little presty face right now. <laughs> right. I don't know what to say. Got it. I mean, you're talking about Bob Dwyer and your boners. Right. That's correct. <laughs> what? You know, what came up yesterday uh, in the podcast is that uh, this year with the NFL games, both Viagra and Cialis are no longer advertising. So you really? won't have those uncomfortable moments with the children. How about that? I didn't know that. Because the drugs are turning uh, uh, generic versions will be available this year. Interesting. So they don't want to advertise when there's generics available. How about that? So all those people that call me and complain that they can't watch NFL games. Find something else to complain about. Right. Because no more boner pill commercials. How about that? And finally, Jerry, I leave you with this. A 19-year-old... Uh, kid. He was a summer camp counselor in Colorado. He was out camping and he woke up to uh, the sound of a crunching noise. Okay. (laughs) Woke up to the sound of a crunching noise. It was a a bear chewing his head. His head? (laughs) Yes. What? The bear's teeth were scraping on his head which has woke him up the crunching noise. And um, oh my God! It happened at four o'clock in the morning. There were other campers there with him, who uh, were, they were able to chase the bear away. And this guy's okay. He was he was he returned to camping the next day after going to the hospital. How would you ever do that? I don't know. I mean, well, he only ate part of my head, so now I'm going to go back so we can get the rest of it. Yeah. The, uh, this is this is quote the crunching noise i guess was the teeth scraping against the skull as it dug in oh god he says wow people are nuts yeah i would not go camping I, we have a, one of our cousins does a lot of this camping nonsense and we were having a big conversation about that around the pool the other day and he was talking about how you have to sometimes if you don't have somewhere to lock up your food to where the bears can't yes. get it you have to literally hang it over branches on trees that are too weak for the bears to get on. I'm like, and this is fun? Right. I said, well, why don't you just sleep in your car and keep the food in the car? His answer, the bear will rip the roof off, eat you and the food. Oh, okay. Oh. So let's let's book a camping trip because that sounds <laughs> amazing. I would much rather sleep in my car. You're right. Right. Yeah. Until you what get about eaten. You, you hang the, what if you took all the food and hung it in the tree and then slept in your car? I guess you could do that. That's what I would do. As long as you don't smell like a pizza pie. Or a salami. Or salami. Right, uh, I gotta J- go. Jerry, the warm-up show is next. You were here for that, correct? And we were awesome. It was a good one today. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. <gasps> it's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Right, good Tuesday morning to you. This portion brought to you by Dell. How have you been, Al Dukes? Oh, hi, Jerry. You're back. I am. I'm glad to see I still have a job because I know Lepresti does a wonderful job. Oh, he was I'm terrific. Not here, uh, but he didn't show up today. So now, I'm did good. you stay the extra day out there in California to watch that grandmother flash everybody? I did not. At the game you were at? I, well, she didn't flash at the game I was at. Oh, I was game. at Dodger Stadium on July 4th, fireworks night. Oh, I see. Which was fantastic, by the way. No, so I know I stayed out Grandmother's the, flashing night. It, it was evening, not grandmother's flashing giveaway. night. There was, though, a guy who had a big belly that they put him on the Jumbotron, and I want to say sixth or seventh inning, where he was shaking his stuff. And at one point, he did lift up his shirt. He did. And right as he lifted up his shirt to show the belly, they kind of cut to, you know, two kids that were dancing to where that got booed. People wanted to go back to the guy, you know, given yeah. that. They did so cut away from fun. that grandmother very quickly as well when now, she flashed I bra. saw it, but I didn't watch it. Was she completely dude? No, she had a bra on. Oh, she did. So what's the harm? Because she was like 90. Let me tell you something. 
with the stuff I saw in California last week, an old lady showing her bra, not such a big You'll deal. You'll take that. You'll take that. Yeah. Absolutely. By see. the way, so I wasn't here yesterday only because initially when Craig put out the vacation schedule, we were off yesterday and today. Yeah, he doesn't recall that. Well, I don't care what he recalls. I have the emails. <laughs> so it was his schedule that prompted me to buy my airfare. So I took the overnight flight. We landed yesterday morning about 8 a.m. All good. And then he decided to change the schedule to where he took the three days off before the week we were off. So not my fault. Oh, I see. His fault. Got it. Not mine. But you're back now. I am back. Now, did you watch the home run derby last night? I did. Night? And I had interest only because of Aaron Judge. I will tell you that. And I thought they overhyped it too much, and I thought this is going to be a big flopper. And it was not. It was not. It was pretty awesome, actually. I did miss the... uh, No, you didn't. I did. I thought Ravage was great. Teixeira, I thought, was okay. See, I I, thought they were terrible. Why? Because they had nothing to say. No, but that's what we wanted. I thought we were bothered by the back, 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 gone, right? It was like, enough, shut up. I thought they did a good job with that. They just kept asking the same thing every time they'd have... First of all, the whole entire thing was to Aaron Judge. Wait till we get to Aaron Judge. Then when and Aaron, rightly so. Then when Aaron Judge is up, they have Stanton sitting there. Yes. And they just keep going like, uh, what do you think he needs to do here? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Hit, Hit home runs. the whole defense. <laughs> and I also didn't like, I know it was a home run derby and it's an exhibition, Jerry. Yeah. But you're not supposed to throw the next pitch until the ump puts his hand down. Which I think is when the, the ball has to land the first. The ball has right. to land first. The dude pitching the Stanton was... You're right. Fire, and no one said no, to no, him. No, no, they, they did slow it down. The first 10 pitches, and they even noted it on TV, they said, boy, they're going rapid fire here. And then finally they brought the ump around, and he was starting to put his hand up to slow them down because you're right. They were going way too fast. I thought it was – the whole thing was kind of fun, though. I did think it was kind of neat. And Justin Bohr, how many people do you think, seriously, uh, maybe not Met fans because they play the Marlins, but how many people – that are, you know, good average baseball fans even knew who Justin Bohr was before last night. And how about that dude hits 22 was it, 22 home runs. He walked off like, you know, he was the poop, right? He was he was all he that. He was into it. And then he loses anyway, but people did I don't think knew who the guy was and he made a name for himself last night. I didn't know who that bearded guy was who plays for the Rockies. Charlie Blackman the center fielder. You no do, idea. yes you do. Yes you don't do. Don't know who that is, Jerry. You do know who that is. Did you know who Miguel Sano was? No, honestly, no idea who that was really? either. Okay. All right, take that back. And also, those kids uh, shagging flies? Yes. Terrible. They dropped so many They're balls. kids. So many balls they Have dropped. Have you seen your self-shag fly balls? I'm saying on a big stage like that, just How would dropping you do? balls. How would you do? And one girl took it in the neck. Would you be dropping balls? <laughs> I'd be misjudging of everything out there. Of course you would. There. By the way, so I went to, while I was away, I was with family, we went to a baseball field just for a couple of hours because my older cousin wanted to see my kids play just for a little bit. I took some fly balls. My one uh, cousin is 17. Dude, uh, you want to talk about the ball jumping off these big barrel bats? I couldn't judge a damn thing. I'm running in and then, I mean, 30 feet over my head. The ball just keeps going. Yeah, it's hard to judge. Yeah, so I think we should kind of tone it down. The kids did fine. Yeah, one girl went running like this and the ball went uh, right in her neck. (laughs) Was she okay? She appeared to be fine. (laughs) I hope so. Okay. (laughs) Tell me about this donkey story. Uh, oh, yes. I don't know. I don't understand it. All right, you don't ever, you don't understand the donkey I didn't, story. I didn't read it. I just saw the headline and I said, "This looks like something Al will be all over." So the Reds have an all star, Zach Cozart. Yes, he's a shortstop. A shortstop. He's terrific. You ever hear of him before this story? Yes, I have heard of him. <laughs> Probably from you rambling about MLB Network. <laughs> right. Uh, well, Joey Votto of the Reds. Uh, a, a year earlier, they had talked about that when they were in spring training in Arizona. 
that this Cozard would bring his kid to a donkey farm. Eeyore, Wow. In Arizona. Right. He said, honestly, just to kill time with his kid because it was so boring out there. And then so Joey Votto at the time said, hey, if you make the all-star team next year, I'm going to buy you a donkey. So well, he's getting his donkey? He remembered it. Nice. That's a terrible gift to what give someone. What do you someone. do with a donkey? Exactly. That sounds terrible. He's getting a donkey. And what then is, what? And then what? Exactly. He says his mother lives outside of Nashville. I guess she has a lot of property. He goes, uh, I'll probably just bring the donkey there. Well, she doesn't want a donkey. <laughs> I don't think she does. I'm going through a tough time with my cat right now. It's back and forth to the vet. What if the donkey gets sick? Do you, do I'm you, an ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. I mean, whatever. The vet has to come to you if you have a donkey. I guess. Do you find a donkey uh, doctor? And, and don't donkeys kick? Uh, I guess. Like, they'll back kick you if you were like... Why don't you go next to one and see? <laughs> walking around. Where do you want to go down in a wall? What are those things? Uh, alpacas. Where do you want to go check out the alpacas? Why don't you go next to For that last Eeyore, what were you doing? Is <laughs> it running out of air? <laughs> My God. You should go get behind a donkey yeah. and see if it kicks your ass. It'll kick me. <laughs> it might. I don't like that. Donkey's very, uh, very well, dangerous and violent. What would you say is the goofiest gift you ever got or, you know, bet... That you won something from somebody. Or you got something you didn't really Anything want. Anything equivalent to a donkey? No. Well, what's the weirdest that's a lot gift you of ever work. got? A donkey goes to the bathroom. You have to clean up after it. Like well, someone's yeah, going to have to. Yeah, it's an animal. Right. And they're trying, to, they're trying to specifically get a donkey that would be okay being in front of crowds because they want to unveil the donkey. At the Reds ball, they want park. to unveil them. What is this? Yeah. Al Dukes in a hotel room in Atlantic City? Yeah, they're gonna have the donkey in a robe and unveil him to the crowd. By the way, speaking of Al Dukes, the bathrooms at Dodger Stadium. Oh, I couldn't bring myself to take a picture of it because I'm not strange like you are. Terrible. You would have had a miserable time because everything's wide open. Do they go with the troughs? It situation? was not. No, it wasn't troughs, but it was almost like the urinal was built into the wall. Yeah, and there are no dividers anywhere, and they're tight. Taking so, pics of urinals—that's <laughs> what you should have been doing. I couldn't. I I took the phone out. Mm-hmm. I said I can't do this because there's people all over the place. You look strange enough with the phone in the bathroom. Weirder if you start taking the pictures like you do. So I let it go, but I was thinking of you. Picks you, would of have your, had, you would have had trouble. Pics of urinals. Pictures of urinals. That's yes. why like, I go to a bar, ballpark. I won't even enjoy one beer. Because I know can't. when that goes in, it eventually has to make its way out of the now, body. I did buy one beer, uh, and I was mocked by my family because I got... I went to the ballpark, and I got a tuna wrap. I didn't get a dog. Tuna wrap? I did. I'll tell you why. And a craft beer? I'll tell you why, because I guess the Dodger dogs are like this big Very thing. famous. Here's the problem. The lines were ridiculous for the burgers, the hot dogs, or the nachos. Went past the healthy market, and there was no one there. So I'm like, all right, I could wait online for a half hour, or I could walk up and maybe buy some hummus and chips or something right. like that. And when I got up there, they had tuna wraps. Fantastic, by the way. Uh, but I was thinking of you many times over while I was at the ballpark. That's one of those things. I, I, I spent a week in Ocean City, New Jersey on the boardwalk, and every place had these gigantic lines for food. Right. Organic pizza? No, <laughs> no line. <one> there. <laughs> I'll take two. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break. This portion has been brought to you by Dell. Who doesn't love huge savings? Shop Dell's Black Friday and July sale with daily rotating deals on hot tech like the latest Dell PCs with Intel Core processors. Call 800 by Dell. Uh, back in just a moment, a couple of things on boxing and the Jets as well. Then Boomer and Carton at the top on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm up show with Alan. 
Jerry, it's the shortest show on WFAN. Hi, good morning. Boomer and Carton coming up just a couple of moments. This portion sponsored by GilletteOnDemand.com. If you were just waking up and you did not watch the Home Run Derby, you missed a show and it was a lot of fun. And yes, Aaron Judge did win. Uh, Gary Sanchez was pretty good as well. Uh, but Judge wins the Home Run Derby. He beat Miguel Sano in the final round 11-10. to 10. Tonight, Judge will bat third for the American League as we actually have the All-Star Game from Miami. This portion sponsored by GilletteOnDemand.com. 40 million Americans wake up to a Gillette shave. Gillette's working to bring you America's number one shave for less. Go to GilletteOnDemand.com and get every fourth order free. A couple of other quickies, Al. Did you see the Floyd Mayweather story to where he needs to work his next fight, which it's 2017, in order to pay his taxes from 2015? Makes a lot of money. I'm sure he spends a lot of money, but how does he plan on paying for 2016 and 2017? Well, now he's just going to be two years behind on all of his taxes. But how much longer is he going to fight for? I guess as long as he's got to pay gotta, his taxes. Yeah, he's got to pay his taxes. Yeah. And we finally now know. That's that, right. Pay your damn taxes that, like everybody else. That fight's going to cost ninety nine ninety five in HD. So we can all pay Mayweather's taxes. Yes. So I always wonder, like, when they offer an HD or SD standard. Right. Who still has standard TV? I don't know. Well, here's the weird thing. Women, will you walk in on your wife or girlfriend, whatever, they'll be watching a channel in SD while the... HD channels Is right now. Yes, I, well, all the time. I don't <laughs> I understand it. And they don't it, even realize, like, half the screen's not being used. I guess it matters more for the sports, for us idiots. And men love technology, Jerry. Men do te- love technology. I'll give you one quick line. All right. <laughs> Just who cares about the story itself? But the first line gets me. Former NFL quarterback Todd Marinovich, less than one year after being arrested with drugs while naked. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard that story so many times, Jerry. <laughs> That's just... Who do you think the first guy around here is going to be in that situation? I think, I think it's going to be Sitting to your left. <laughs> Without question. Right. Found on the street. <laughs> naked. naked. Here come the guys next.